This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Taco Tuesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, co-host and producer of the product. Doing great. Had the great radio show. We did. Good Broncos talk on there, and we'll bring it right over the pod. Uh, I agree. Uh, I had a guest on, so I think we left some meat on the bone there with some Bronco stuff we want to discuss today in the podcast. Uh, we're live from Mile High Sports Studios here in Denver, uh, DTC, actually. Uh, thanks for being with us. Um, we start talking about a little bit. I asked you kind of like how you're feeling. It's Tuesday. I think the win has worn off a little bit. And now the, I don't know, the antsy anticipation, those butterflies that tingle. Yeah. Um, uh, I felt it move, I think, a little bit. Um, is starting to make me a little bit nervous here for these Chiefs. And I actually think um, that um, it's consumed you and gotten the best of you where you now told me on the air and believe, you personally believe, that, that the Broncos are going to get their asses waxed, as the great Chuck Nasty would say. Yes. They, can, you, can you elaborate? Yeah. Right now, you know, Tuesday feels... Um, Considering the Broncos season so far, the roller coaster that it's been, ups and downs, every time they get an opportunity to seize the moment and become something better than they really are, you know, to turn the corner, you know, yeah. what we've been talking about, they always fall flat on their face. They have yet to turn that corner yet. They're still kind of fledgling. They're, they're staying alive, but, you know, they're still um, not giving their best on the field, I don't think. Um, so right now... I wait, think wait, the same thing is going to happen. The Broncos are giving their best in the field, or the Chiefs. The Broncos. You don't think? The, can we we ask haven't you seen the best from the Broncos yet. Okay, well, see, that throws me off a little bit because, for one, that makes it feel like well, their best is left out there to be put together against the Chiefs. It can be put together, but I don't think it's going to be put together against the Chiefs. Okay. I think they're going to have to um, play catch up all game long. You know, I think that just because um, the the Chiefs haven't been, you know, lighting the world on fire this season. Doesn't mean that okay. they aren't the hottest team in the well, league right now. Let me say this also: while you and I, just about every single day, we do the radio show, give at least a couple picks out. Um, and I bet you, Jake, and I'm not tuning our own horns. You know, these pro gamblers, these professional kind of handicappers, mm -hmm. if they're hitting like at a 60, 58 percent clip, that, that's considered mega success. Right. Um, the margins are thin. It's about, you know, making smart bets over and over again and sticking to like a system and you will slowly but surely win money. Um, me, I'm trying to put wild parlays together to kind of hit. My point is, I think if you listen to the show, I swear Jake, we're as good as any ha handicappers out there. Maybe not the best guys on planet Earth, but uh, um, at least as good as Matthew McConaughey in the movie Two for the Money. Um, <laughs> And I guess my point is, my point of that is, as I'm laying the groundwork down, telling you how awesome we are, there's been times, Jake, where you and I have been very, very certain and very, very sure about outcomes of several key events in the history of sports over the recent year, a couple of years that we've been working together. And I have to say, the times, Jake, when I've been at my utmost lock when it comes to maybe Alabama on a, a cover, right? Uh, maybe it comes to an NBA game and, um, I mean, like a Utah Jazz blown i'm like whatever it might be sometimes i'm just like my most certain stone cold lock where i couldn't feel any better about it has been sometimes my biggest 
losses and my biggest failures blows up right in your face <laughs> and i'm not afraid to admit that that's kind of comes with the territory territory a little bit you know we pick a lot of good winners too but what i'm hoping is jake that your um feeling of no hope for the broncos in a lot of ways yeah. like the broncos don't stand a chance is gonna um, backfire and this is gonna be the game where not only the broncos snap their streak and beat the chiefs but what we've said, and I believe totally straight up, you play the Chiefs twice this year, you probably get your ass just totally dismantled in one of the games. You know, 35-13 right. kind of blowout, bloodbath. Uh, but also, the other game, uh, which the Broncos have done this the last couple years, you it'll be a slugfest. It'll come down to maybe one or two positions or one or two plays or one or two mistakes. And I'm hoping that this is the game the Broncos are able to put that together uh, go out there and, you know, I, I'm in make us proud mode. Mm -hmm. I'm not expecting the Broncos to win this game. No. I'm preparing myself for a letdown and a loss. But also, this season has taught me, for one, if you bet underdogs this entire season, you're killing. I think if you bet underdogs this entire season, you're 20 games over 500. Okay? Underdogs Ish. all day. Ish. Um, and we'll find those numbers out. I want to prove those numbers to be true. But something I heard a week or two ago about the underdogs this season has um, just um, the parity in this in the NFL this season. Uh, I told you a week or two ago after like the Rams lost, um, after the Bills lost, the Ravens lost to the Dolphins. I, I said, "Is there any good teams in the NFL?" <laughs> you know what I mean? For anyone who's like, "Oh, the Broncos are this and that, and they're a shit team," well, then who's a freaking good team? Because every team has had some real letdowns mm -hmm. from the Bills losing uh, nine to six to the Jaguars to uh, the Rams looking clunky for a couple of weeks there. To I mean, up and down. There's not one team that hasn't gone through. Tampa Bay hasn't lost a couple in a row. People are starting to. Uh, um, you know, question Tom Brady again. Um, well, you're right. You know, any given Sunday, you know, all the cliche bullshit, but it's playing to be true this season. And I've, like you said, when we were most certain about the Cowboys dominating the Broncos, that was our biggest L of the season. I was way off. I had to get a tattoo because of it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was way off. So anything can happen. They can beat the Chiefs. Um, and I have something uh, for maybe the second half of the podcast that I want to talk about. But um, for right now, I want to ask you, beating the Chiefs and the, and the Broncos being the number one seed in the AFC West, is that good for the short term? Or is that good for the it's long good. term? It's good. It's good for both. All around. It's, there's, no, there's no, like, at this point now, there's no pro in, um, there's no pro in, uh, fading down the stretch or tanking or losing out. We already got six wins. We, we got six wins, and we know we got the Lions. At the worst case, this team's going to win eight games. And eight and nine, Jake, puts you around 15, 16, 17, 18. So, like, anyone who thought you're going to get a single-digit pick, um, you know, that's, that's come and gone. So, at this point now, it's got to be all about the come-up Um it's all got to be about 2022, and maybe, just maybe, there'll be some magic in here this season in, that'll allow the Broncos to make a run um, at the playoffs. Again, there's we're at the 62% point, 65% point of the season. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of meat left on that bone, a lot of story to be told, Jake, a lot, a lot of story to be told. There's teams like the Titans, 
that might fade out down the stretch. There's teams like the Redskins, who I heard Ron Rivera open his um, press conference yesterday by saying, we're not out of the division yet. I fucking love that because he's kind of telling, hey, I'm watching the Cowboys fade away. My team's about to surge here. We're about to win three out of four. Well, that's what they did last year. Again, I mean, and do you know what? In um, Well, the circumstances were a little easier. These are a little uh, more dire. But also, who's to say? I mean, do they play each other twice? I don't know. The Redskins and the Cowboys have played each other. I don't this think season. they have. So if that's the case, then he's definitely you know talking right. So I love that. I love it. There's going to be some teams who are going to put it together. Jake, who haven't put their best stuff. Uh, we haven't seen their best stuff yet. Could that be the Denver Broncos? Maybe just maybe, Jake. We talked about it yesterday. Um, this this building we're in right now, big old office building, right? Right. Huge. Um, how do they build it? What what's this building made out of? Brick. Mortar. It's bricks and yeah. mortar. Yeah. Hey, good good one. Look at you. Um, and do you, how, how are the bricks, um, you know, how are they put together? You know, there's a brick here. There's a brick there. But putting it all together is that, you know, glue. You stack them. Mortar. You, you got to stack, stack them, them all right. That's right, Jake. Then you got the whole thing. Is it easy? Oh, no, no, man. It's not. Probably when you first put in that foot, first brick down here on um, that uh, foundation you laid, you might think, this fucker's going to take forever. We'll never finish. But by the end, br- brick upon brick, you, you, something is built. And if it's built the right way, it's built to kind of stand the test of time. This test of time is a three or four year run um, yep. at a championship, you know, led by hopefully a quarterback who can deliver the goods. That's what the Broncos are now trying to put together. This isn't a, what's happening right now, Jake, isn't an extension from the last five years. No, this isn't this is a new the one. last five years plus this. This was the start. Once um, Teddy Bridgewater joined this team and this team was led by a new leader, that's the start. That's the um, that's when you turn like the hourglass over. That's when you hit the timer the, the, to start the, to- the, the, the stopwatch. Right. And uh, that's what I think, Jake. That's what I think about it, man. Um, they may lose this game this weekend, but you know what? They'll be six and six. Um Hopefully they had a respectful outing uh, and show you know uh, show that they were worthy, and we'll go back. We'll be a little bit deflated. We'll come in here uh, again. Some of the conversation might turn towards again the future again, and you know how do we get over the hump? That hump of Kansas City. What needs to kind of you know play itself out or happen in order to do so? That's just what it is, Jake. The two and what this this voyage and this ride is and this Broncos Blitz podcast, that's what it is. That's what we're here to do every day. And there's going to be, how many teams are there? 32? 32. Um, there's going to be 31 podcasts to guys who do podcasts like us around the uh, country whose team didn't win it. Okay, so we yep. stopped doing the podcast. Should the Dolphins not do a podcast? I mean, fuck, I'd hate to do the Dolphins podcast. But <laughs> talking about Jacoby Brissett, but also, man, um, I, we're honored. It's you know, it's the Denver Broncos. Um, this is our team. We're, we're two guys from here, Jake. Uh, could be worse, man. I'll tell you, that's for sure. We could be doing the Rapids podcast, right? Could be doing Jeez. the. You know what I mean? It's like um, I'll talk about the Broncos all day, every day. I'll try to do it. With some energy, some effort, and uh, make you guys proud. Um, I'll never let, again, we could talk bad about the Broncos because they're ours, but no one else could talk about the Broncos. I'll slap your face off <laughs> your head. Um, if you, I don't want anyone else, you know, I could talk about them, but I don't want you talking about them. You're talking about my guys all wrong. It's the wrong tone, you know? So 
We'll call that the halfway point of the Broncos Blitz podcast, okay? You have something you want to set up for the second half of the podcast, we'll do so. But I want you guys to get in at, uh, this is a no-brainer here, from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, new customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official uh, sports betting partner, man, of the NFL. Who rather would you bet with than someone who's working as an official partner with the NFL? These uh, games you're going to be betting on. $1 on any NFL game gets you $100 in free bets. Take advantage of that. Uh, DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable. Uh, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling promo code 1-800-522-4700. Okay, so the Chiefs have beaten the Broncos 11 times in a row. Okay. Uh, And before that, Peyton Manning... Owned the Chiefs. And we owned the division for about four yeah, years in a row. Exactly. So they had an eleven-game winning streak okay. against the Chiefs. Has the is, is that eleven-game mark the end, or do you think that these streaks mean nothing and you know there's no merit to any anything like that? Those I always say two things about that kind of stuff. Those things mean nothing, but they also mean something. Yeah. Um, they mean nothing because Peyton Manning was playing back when the streak began in the room. Um, and that streak meant nothing because Drew Locke was a quarterback last year. Okay. I don't have to go further than one year back. But also, you can't run from those numbers. Those are um, baffling numbers. But also, I'm a law of averages guy, Jake. Fuck, I mean, they got to get one here sooner or later. Right. Why not this weekend? This would be a perfect time to go get one. And at a certain point, um, I don't think... Oh, the pressure of 11 straight wins. I don't think guys wear that pressure, but when you hear it, when you hear it, when you hear it, and then there's, you know, doubt that creeps in at a certain point of a game for a team when you see the writing on the wall and another team kind of takes over. Um, I don't know if the Broncos have that kind of capabilities to, you know, kind of pull that kind of stuff off. So, you know, does that mean something? Yeah, but does it mean something? Nah. (laughs) You know, right? Right. Yeah. I don't know any other way to say it besides kind of being honest with you and telling you <coughs> that 11 straight wins is a lot of wins. But also Flacco and Keenum and Paxton Lynch aren't playing quarterback for the for these guys here. So It was dark, dark times for the Denver Broncos and for you know a long what? time. Those Over those 11 wins, um, we're better now. Vic Fangio's been saying that, and it's kind of like a shot at Elway, or I'm not sure why he's doing it. Well, we're a better Broncos team now, you know? Well, you know, be careful with that kind of stuff. I don't want to hear that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, they already have more wins than they did last year. Well, okay, well, maybe it's as simple as that, but you can take that wrong. There's there's a lot of ways to take that wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, well, well, why weren't we better, you know, last year, coach, type of stuff? Um, You can't, you know, win with the players that you got, type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, there's a realist, you got to be realistic, too. They're better now. They got a better quarterback now than they've had in five years. They got um, more star talent. The defense is rebuilt, and it's talented again, young and talented again, not old and talented again. And then the offensive weapons, is, you know, is um, we have a lot to offer. This team's got a lot to offer, a lot going for itself. We'll wrap this thing up with Russell Wilson talk. This fucking guy needs to change the scenery desperately. Ooh, yeah. 
He is not right there. They have, it's like, I don't want to say it's a rock bottom. That's not the right phrase. They've gone as far as they can go together. Yeah. That team has gone. They didn't have, uh, DJ Metcalf didn't have a target the first half of that game into the third quarter. Uh, Russell Wilson is not right. And sometimes it's just like you can't win anymore collectively with what you have. Right. It's like, get me Russell Wilson and bring Bobby Wagner with you. Well, Russell Wilson's going to, well, I mean, the Seahawks, they, they're going to have a high draft pick this year. You know, they're, they're one of the worst teams in the league. And Russell Wilson, I'm, you are, he has already showed displeasure uh, with the franchise and wanting to be more involved in, uh, in, in the free agent decisions and draft decisions. And that offensive line has done him no favors throughout his entire career. Mm-hmm. So you, you may be onto something. He needs a new scenery, uh, a fresh team to, to start over and, and build the second half of his career. And the Seahawks, you know, I think since they're going to have another high draft pick and whatever they can get from the Broncos or whoever uh, whoever else is one of their suitors, then they can definitely get somebody high in the draft and yeah. then build something uh, post-Russell Wilson. I agree. Um, Russell Wilson's so intriguing. He feels kind of like a fit here. Um, he feels like a fit here. He really does. I think we have exactly what he needs to rejuvenate and revive his career and make people uh, appreciate. He's with um, a celebrity. So there, you know, Sierra, there's, there's things that go along with that, with like career arc kind of stuff. And he sees Patrick Mahomes and all these young quarterbacks becoming superstars around him and surpassing him when he's a guy who's a Super Bowl winner. He's a guy who's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, contending for MVPs. And he can, his brand has ran, gotten stale and flat in Seattle. And again, all it takes is one call from John Elway to tell, you know, this guy or Peyton Manning to tell him, well, look what they did for my career. Look, as an aging quarterback, yeah. look what I did here in Denver as an aging quarterback, both those guys, um, to make him believe and kind of think that maybe um, he could, uh, again, become uh, not only one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but maybe one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time if he wins a Super Bowl or two here in Denver. What would we think about Russell Wilson if he came to Denver and won a Super Bowl? We would automatically think that, you know, he's already a Hall of Famer in my book. No doubt about but, it. And know, I think he's already a top 15. I think you throw him in the top Jim 10. Jim Kelly, Dan Marino-esque top, you know. He wins another Super 12. Bowl. Oh, he wins another Super Bowl. Now he's in the top 10. Top, no doubt about not it. Not only top 10, I think we were talking top. about him in the top six, seven, five, five, depending on the longevity and what else he could accomplish. But it'd be hard to take two championships away from him with two different teams. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I think I'm good. That's the podcast. It was a good pod. I think it was a good pod, too. Uh, tomorrow's Wednesday. It's that turning kind of point in the week. I'm wondering if you are tomorrow and Thursday and Friday still feeling the way you're feeling, Jake. I got a feeling that it's, that's going to be the case. And you might grow stronger on your um, firmness of your take of the Broncos uh, getting killed. And I'm okay with that because I want you to be so wrong. Um, <laughs> because, like, I'm not running from um, the notion that I agree with you. I'm not a dummy. I'm listen. If there's one thing, I'm 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 no fool. Okay, so do the Broncos Broncos probably get hammered? Probably, but also uh, crazier things have happened, and I don't use dumb generic lines like crazier things have happened. But in this case, you just got to believe that to be true. 
you got to believe that the Broncos are going to take that next step forward against the Chiefs as the Chiefs uh, maybe take one more step back. That's uh, the hope. Check this podcast out anywhere in planet Earth. You can find podcasts, uh, milehighsports.com, the Mile High Sports app to the Spreakers and the Google Plays and all that kind of stuff. We appreciate you guys for listening and being a part of it. Uh, it's a big deal for us if you uh, listen to it. Also, if you subscribe to it. Also, if you rate and review it. Um, my, uh, the radio show we do at Mile High Sports, uh, 98.1 FM in town. Or you can find it at milehighsports.com. You can watch it. It's every single day, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. here in Denver. Check us out. I'm uh, Tweet Standing on Twitter. Jake's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. We appreciate you guys big time, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.